Hi, this is Jessica Grace, and I'm the founder of the Jessica Grace Platform. This is my platform's podcast, and it's designed to inspire you in your everyday life. So from all of us here at Team Grace, every success and enjoy the message. In this episode, I want to talk to you about becoming a drama-free zone. Now, drama is not going anywhere, and everyone encounters drama in their everyday life. So there's always going to be opportunities to be involved or be in an environment where there's drama, where there's stress, anxiety, emotions are running high and exaggeration happens. That's why I think it's really important to have some strategies in place to make sure that you can distance yourself from drama. You're not going to be able to control all the dramatic situations around you, but you can control where you position yourself. So I want you to be really mindful of drama, but also where you stand when you encounter drama. If you want to be successful in your everyday life, I believe that you have to step away from drama in all way, shapes or forms. So if drama is not going to disappear on its own, and I don't believe it ever will, I think that we, if we're going to be successful, we have to learn how to not get around it. And just realize that the effects of drama, they are highly transferable, which is why we can't expose ourselves to too much drama. Like by transferable, I mean, when you're around someone who's constantly stressed, negative and complaining, what do you notice start to rub off on you? For example, you go out for a coffee with a friend and before you get there, you're in a reasonable mood and you have coffee with them. They spend the whole time effectively telling you the sky is falling in their world. And when you finish that coffee and walk away, you notice what your mood's affected after the meeting. You are now looking through the lens of that negativity that you've just entertained for the last cup of coffee you've just had. And I want to encourage you that you are too valuable to allow yourself to live in a zone where drama dominates you. And so I want to encourage you with or empower you with some ways that you can distance yourself from the drama you encounter daily. You are too valuable to allow yourself to live in a zone where drama dominates you. That's why I want to share with you today some ways that you can distance yourself from the drama that you encounter or can encounter daily. So first of all, a way to distance yourself from drama is to know that it's not your job to solve everything for others. So I call this a little bit related to a savior complex, which is pretty self-explanatory, but all that means is it's that feeling and thinking and acting like you have to be the one to make everything right for the people around you, that you have to solve other people's problems. You have to fix and be the answer for all of the negative things that are coming against the people around you. And ironically, operating out of this so-called savior complex, it produces the opposite effect. You intend to save people from their difficulties or problems by operating like this. But what can result is you can actually strip the people around you, even unintentionally, of their ability to solve their problems themselves. And you can even become a stumbling block for them in developing the resilience that they need to protect themselves from similar difficulties in the future. So... Be sure to balance your responsibilities when it comes to others so they don't break you because it's not your job. You have limited emotional reserves. I have limited emotional reserves. 
And we can't exhaust them and then on one hand and expect to be happy, content or effective in our own lives on on the other. So I speak a lot to this, the effect of really not drawing a line and a boundary between what is your job or what is your responsibility to the people around you and what is your responsibilities full stop. And I talk a lot about false responsibilities in the book I wrote called Exposing the Life Thief. If you are interested um, in having a look more into that, it's just basically the book is about all about how you make sure that you are not taking on obligations and responsibilities that are not your own. So that's where false responsibility comes in. It means you're out of balance. You're making it your job to do things that you have no power over and no authority or control over. And that is when it comes to other people's lives and other people's business. And so if you're interested in looking into that in a deeper measure feel free to look look up that book it's called exposing the life thief and it is available on amazon in kindle and in hard copy so i really encourage you to check it out if you're interested in that but you just from the outset i just want to say that you can't keep people cheered up in your everyday life you can't keep them from hardship or experiencing loss or grief no matter how much you want to do that they're really noble things to aspire to do But they're not your job, they're not your responsibility, and most times they're not even in your power to do so. And so some things, and I want you to hear this today, be encouraged, but really hear this. Some things are not on you to navigate for others. Even if you want to, even if you'd love to make things better or change circumstances in other people's worlds, sometimes it's not even on you to start. So be encouraged that You need to know what is your job and what isn't your job. What isn't your job is being the answer to everyone else's problems. And just as a side note, it's also not your job to straighten everyone out. And I think this is pretty relevant when it comes to a family context. You know how sometimes we're like, right, this person doesn't think what I think or their opinion does not line up with mine, so I'm going to have to sort this out. You know what? A lot of drama can be avoided when we don't take that stance and we just release people and give them the opportunity and the space and the relational distance, if necessary, to sort and straighten themselves out or just to be them, you know, like we be us and let them be them. So that's another another, I think, point when it comes to knowing what your job is when it comes to balancing responsibilities and things you're taking on that can expose you to more drama. The second way to distance yourself from drama, it's pretty simple, but it's very effective. And that is to distance yourself from dramatic people. Now, dramatic people are people who are alarmist. They're people that steal your peace. People who act like the sky is always falling, like I mentioned. You've got to make sure that if you want to be someone that is free of drama on all ways, shapes and forms, you also can't entertain drama queens or kings. You can't entertain those people that carry that atmosphere of alarm and and stress and anxiety. And so, again, I, I want to encourage you to have compassion on the people around you who do carry stress and who do you know, kind of look at life half glass empty, so to speak, but you must limit your time and the emotional energy that you're putting into these kinds of people. If you want to remain drama free in your own world. And I think a lot of dramas that we're disturbed by in our own lives 
is a result of us not shutting the door on it um, by who and what we're giving our time and attention to. So, you know, it doesn't mean we just cut off all our friends, but it does mean we be really attentive to how much drama do I open my life up to when I spend time with this person, when I speak and get in conversations of this nature, when I take that call, when I have that coffee, just be really attentive. And, you know, entertaining dramatic people, it carries not just a risk to you because it exposes you to the drain and the damage that comes with drama, but it also creates, it comes with a risk of creating a codependency on you um, with, you know, which evolves from a destructive pattern that can be established where people, you know, kind of habitually depend on you as someone that they have to have to get them through the drama. And then that kind of drama connection is the only connection and association they have with you. So it just is a vicious cycle. It's unhealthy for, for both you, yourself, and the person that is becoming dependent on you to kind of navigate every drama that they go through. Sometimes the most empowering thing we can do for the people around us is release them to be able to self-soothe. It's not a selfish act. It's actually selfish to not give people the space and the opportunity to soothe and navigate their issues themselves when it's necessary. Because otherwise, if we don't, we can create a codependent relationship that is not going to help them or us in the long run. The third way to distance yourself from drama in your everyday life, I believe, is to really, this is a personal responsibility, don't allow yourself to be disturbed by drama. Now, you can't control things that are going on around you, but you certainly control how you respond to them. So, you know, be, you have a choice emotionally. You have a choice. You know, you have in your mindset, you have a choice. When you are really come face to face with drama, you can choose to either get carried away with it, to indulge in it and, you know, bring out your best drama queen, or you can refuse to become fretful and anxious in the, in the midst of that drama. And by doing that, that decision alone can minimize the drama's effect on you. So whether it's a relational thing, whether it's, you know, a health thing, whatever it is, you can minimize its effect on you by how you respond. So it's not about denying or trying to make light of the issues that you face that constitute drama, but it is about controlling your response to them because that really can determine how you come out of them. So of course, when you encounter something that's dramatic, something that causes you to fret, causes anxiety and stress, give yourself a moment to process it. Scream, vent, cry, do whatever you have to do and then leave some energy to address the issue. Um, it's not, you know, letting all your energy be taken up by your reaction to the issue. See, a lot of people, I think they encounter an issue and they have such a dramatic response. No, no pun intended, but they run around so upset, so fretful, so stressed out that when it comes to actually dealing with the issue, they're drained and they're out. They've got nothing left to give. And so I want to encourage you to, you know, do something. The one way that you can easily kind of put a bookmark in between you and the drama that you've encountered and just take a moment is, you know, go and do something that, you know, that has nothing to do with what you're facing when you come across 
drama to try and break it and try and kind of give yourself a moment. So for some people that's going for a run, some people that more artistic, they paint, cook, whatever it is. But I want to encourage you to, at the onset of drama, when you start feeling disturbed, keep yourself occupied by something positive and keep yourself, your mind occupied on something, doing something constructive and productive until you've had time to process what you've encountered. And, you know, just to make sure that you step off that mouse wheel, which we can all start running on as soon as we hear about something that's, you know, difficult or hard or traumatic or whatever it is, we can get on that mouse wheel of what is wrong in the situation. And we can just run and run and run ourselves until we're just done. We're exhausted. And I know that that is not a successful way to be. It's tried and tested. I've done it in my own world. But, you know, in that moment, one way to not allow yourself to be disturbed by the drama and then cop the effects of that drama is to just step away, occupy yourself with something positive, something completely different. It's not about denying it, but you're giving yourself a moment to process it without quickly stepping on the bandwagon of panic and alarm and fret and stress, which can often lead to prolonging the drama, prolonging the situation, and also increasing the negative effects that that situation can have on you. So I guess my final encouragement about, you know, becoming a drama-free zone in your everyday life really revolves around not being complacent about the existence of drama in your life. So don't just think, oh, you know, I have used the term drama queen, but it's not really, it's not fun and it's actually not harmless. Drama has a very real and negative effect on you. It affects your health, it affects your relationships, and obviously, ultimately, your success. So just be reminded today, if you do think you have quite a threshold for coping with drama or you know that you've tolerated a lot of drama in your life, far beyond its use by day, I want to remind you that it is damaging. First of all, drama, why and how, you might ask. Drama is draining because it drains you of your energy, emotional or otherwise, and the attention that you need to be giving yourself and your goals and your health. Whatever you need to live well is drained and taken away from by the existence of drama and by you entertaining drama. So that is a real negative effect. It drains you. Drama is damaging. So your relationships, I mean, anyone that's sat under drama for a long period of time in a relationship knows how destructive that that can be. Our relationships need an atmosphere of calm and peace if they're going to thrive. So constant drama obviously robs you of the building blocks you need to build successful relationships. So if you're constantly have a ship and you're you're taking it out every time there's a storm, it's only so long that that ship can keep being taken out to sea before it is completely destroyed instead of waiting until there's peace and calm on the water and only taking it out then. It's the same with relationships. Make sure that you don't take your relationships or sail them into too much drama over like too consistently because it's one sure way. It's a formula to destroy and to invite damage into your relationships. And lastly, drama is dangerous. The health effects caused by entertaining drama are so well, well researched and 
we we know them so being constantly just some of them being constantly around drama we know and i know for me if i am entertaining drama causes lack of sleep increases my stress level and blood pressure and also whenever i'm entertaining drama it seems that my self-care seems to go by the wayside at the same time and so just I want to shake you, I guess I'm sharing this not to be negative, but just to kind of shake any complacency in you that it's okay and it's cute and it's fun to have a little bit of drama in your life. Drama is fine to watch on television and movies. You know, that's fine. That's fun. But when it's showing up in your everyday life, it's not fun. It's actually really, really dangerous. And so finally, I think for If you're listening today, I hope that you go into this day with a new resolve to, you know, really make an intentional effort to avoid drama that shows up in your everyday life. And I think the best way to avoid drama is just to refuse to entertain it. So how do you do that? Don't entertain drama in your conversations. Uh, Someone starts talking to you about, you know, all the drama that's going on in their world or even in your relationships, in your workplace, wherever it is, just don't be that person that is always up for listening to the latest fearful, anxious, fretful circumstance that's come up in your, you know, in your world. So just like there are signs up on, on highways that say no parking zone, I want to encourage you to put a sign over your life that says drama free zone. Let the people know around you that you're not the person to bring drama to. And I have had to do this in my life and be really effective at doing that because I do a lot of mentoring and a lot of one-on-one. And in that situation, people can very easily see you as someone that, you know, if there's something dramatic, I'm going to dump it with you. You've got to be really careful. At times, you need to have your sign up and say, no, I'm a drama-free zone. I'm here to come alongside to champion you, but I'm not here to entertain um, drama and keep that drama real rolling, so to speak. So by your behavior and your conversations, I really do believe you can let other people know that they just can't park their drama at your place or in your life. And I want to encourage you today, as you step into this day, really protect yourself from the negative effects of drama. You don't need to wear the effects of stress and distress, lack of sleep, you know, negative, negative effects of drama if you make sure that you are distanced from it. So if you want to become a drama free zone, I encourage you take some of these strategies, put them into practice, give yourself permission to not entertain drama and also put up your sign. Be known as someone that is a drama-free zone. And I believe that you're going to succeed daily in keeping your peace and keeping your relationships protected. And most importantly, keeping your health and your well-being in check. So enjoy today and live as much as you can drama-free. Thank you for joining me on this podcast. If you'd like any more information on the inspirational tools available through the Jessica Grace platform, you can visit www.jessicagraceplatform.com. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and share it with your world. 
You can also connect with the platform on Facebook and Instagram. So get connected so you can be graced for your best life.